I believe, is where we are. And uh, thank you for joining where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, and your comments are absolutely ridiculous. It is awesome to be here. So excited to be here with you guys. I love this show. I hope you guys like it. seems like you do. You always show up. Um, update for all on Motorcycle Release Project. Thank you, Morgan and gang. 3200 was given to them by the other week. Yes. Meeker Extreme, uh, Mark, thank you so much for the opportunity to help out with that. I saw that video. Um, guys, if you haven't <clears throat> checked that out over on uh, Meeker's channel, uh, he gave that money that you guys helped raise. Um, and by help, I mean supporting this channel to make me help do it anyway. So thank you guys very much. I really appreciate it. Um, the uh, <laughs> Front Range Dad, my bike. I think that's the thing. Front Range Dad says, my bike is fast, but I'm slow. I think that's pretty much the deal for all of us. The bikes that we own are much faster than we are. <laughs> that's 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 the beauty of motorcycles. They're all fast, right? TJ Cowan, what's happening, man? The battle is going down. So, guys, if you're watching this, you see TJ commenting there. Um, TJ and I are in a battle for the win for the 40A class in Weeby Hair Scrambles, and it's coming down to the last race, and I'm so excited um, to battle it out. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So, TJ, I can't wait to see you down there. It's going to have, we're going to have a ton of fun. Um, so guys, I got a ton of questions on the line. Um, again, if you haven't, uh, uh, followed us on Facebook or Instagram or, um, even the TikToks, you should, because we have, uh, hang on, um, we post a thing where you can give questions the night before and then I'll make sure I get to them. So I have a bunch um, and I'm excited. Um, oh no, TJ, you got knocked out. Ah, that sucks so bad. And I am bummed out about that. Uh, dude, I'm super bummed out about that. I hope that you feel better and get to ride. I really do because I don't want to, I don't want to win this thing. Um, and I, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to win cause I mean, I could crash and have a bad day, but like I will, it will suck if I can't race you. Dang it. I really hope you feel better. Um, the, uh, <laughs> Dave Kessler, when I was young, I was fast. When I get old, I'll be slow right now. I'm half fast. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Horseshoe was so <laughs> flowy. That's awesome. The, uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah, Horseshoe, if you guys have never ridden Horseshoe Trail over in the Sergeant's slash Taylor Park area, you should. All right, so we got to start with Jimmy Nyhart's question, because it's probably my favorite question. Again, we post these things the day before, you guys can comment, and we'll make sure we get to them. As this show grows larger and larger, I'm sure that we will have a hard time getting everybody's questions on here. But, please, um... Uh, ask questions. Roger Hurd, by the way, says, TJ, let your head heal. Trust me on this. Uh, Roger is correct, TJ. So, like, while I want to race you, I also want you to be healthy. And Roger has a long history of um, not letting his head heal and sadly is uh, suffering from early onset Parkinson's right now, Mostly, most likely due to um, crashing back in the day and hitting his head and getting right back up and racing the next week and all that stuff. So um, that is a good message people if you get if you hurt your head please give it time to heal so jimmy nahart 
So while I rode my 350, I had songs running through my head like Thug Life or Rough Riders Anthem, etc. So now, like <laughs> this 250 fat pipe bike, I can't get its raining men out of my head. Should I add two more strokes or just go with it? Seriously, Jimmy Diehart, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. That is the best question ever. Uh, I say go with it. Um, and I'm surprised that that's what you're hearing. Um, the uh, um, Because, you know, when I got off of four strokes onto two strokes, it was just nothing but, like, punk rock and Metallica and then women charging after me who couldn't, you know, keep themselves off of me. So I don't know what's happening there, Jimmy, but, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Nyheart, I love you, dude. Uh, I got some good ones. Um, okay, Logan. Uh, Goxa, G-O-C-Z-A. Logan, if you're here, hello. I hope you're here. If you're not, you're watching later. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Nyheart says it must be the TPI. I think it absolutely is the TPI. Uh, but Logan says, uh, if you could talk about tools slash parts you always carry on rides and parts you carry, racing tools, parts. Anyway, um, that is awesome. Uh, that's a great question, and I would love um, <clears throat> for uh, other people to chime in on things. Real quick, Brady Metter, speaking of horseshoes, someone said it was a top five toughest trail in Colorado. What are the other four? Uh, Brady, I will tell you right now, Snowslide over in the Wet Mountains is definitely up in the top five. And then the problem is they say that about the toughest trails and all that stuff, the problem is they don't really, you know, know, I don't know, how do you rate them? Because I would argue that there's some rock crawler stuff in the Dry Creek area that's harder than, like, to actually, it would be harder to actually get your bike up by yourself than any of that because you can't push it or lift. I mean, it's like huge ledges. So anyway, good question. So parts, tools, things like that. Because uh, I had a guy come in yesterday and ask that question, and we were talking about it, and he didn't just didn't want to carry a ton of stuff. So, first of all, I think, I don't know if you guys know what I'm going to say, but what I'm going to say is you can eject all the tire stuff out of your pack and race kit if you just run mooses. So you can take tire irons, air, tubes, patchkits, all that stuff, throw that away if you're running mooses. You don't need to carry that. I... And I'm going to miss some things because I don't have my pack here to pull it apart. But here's what I like to have. Zip ties, safety wire, uh, electrical tape, rescue tape, uh, quick steel, uh, first aid, um, 8, 10, and 12, and 13 sockets that go on some sort of thing. Um, some sort of T-handle or something like that. Biker Sasquatch, levers and pedals, absolutely. Uh, I actually don't carry levers on my bike. Um, I run the Bulletproof Designs um, breakaway levers, and while I did actually bend one down a little bit, I, it was a pretty good crash, and right on the lever, and it still didn't break. Um, the uh, <laughs> Brady Mutter, um, that Brady says, I ride a four-stroke. No need for extra parts and tools, they don't break. Ha, that's funny. Anyway. I love you so much, Brady. Um, Bike Vault comes in with Chainlink. So Masterlink, absolutely top, you know, five things to have in there because I've seen chains come apart plenty of times. Uh, the, um, uh, I like to have an 8 and a 10 and a 12 wrench 
Um, and actually, I've replaced that. I, they're still in there, but I think I'm going to replace that with the cool Nipex pliers wrench, the little bitty one. I don't have the tiniest one because they don't exist yet, but like the... Um, anyway, little Nipex guy is... It kind of replaces all those wrenches because you can really get a hold of things with that thing. So that's awesome. Uh, I have a set of needle nose um, vice grips because those things come in incredibly handy when you shear... Uh, shifter off or something like that you can <laughs> clamp it on there and do kinds of all kinds of, and levers and all kinds of stuff um yeah front range dad i'm running tubeless and have loved it but after high pressure tube failure i'm thinking about swapping to mooses there we go yes maker extreme he can talk about tubeless here when he makes comments like that front range dad you are on my page uh that's the problem is that that happens it doesn't happen often but it does happen and with mooses, zero failure. Hey, Mike Coles, what's happening? Uh, just zip ties. There you go. Um, yeah, I definitely carry zip ties. Some guys carry the big, super heavy zip ties to like hold a tire on if it goes flat. But again, those go out the window if you have uh, your um, <clears throat> if you have mooses. So you don't need that. Uh, uh, oh yeah, so no pro here is I carry a tube in case I ever need to siphon some fuel off of someone. That's a good idea. Like so, a piece of fuel hose would be a good idea. Uh, I don't do that. Um, but the other thing, so I like to make sure if it's going to be a long ride, and it's not. You know, not every ride is you know going to be over a hundred miles. But if it's going to be a long ride and there's a chance anybody run out of gas, I like to make sure I have some sort of bottle to move gas from one bike to another because it sucks to try to like get one bike above a bike anyway so and or have a tube long enough so anyway um <laughs> roger heard i don't get out of sight of camp no need for tools that's awesome um uh chris cooley any mooses have an eight psi ish feel all mooses will have an eight psi ish feel uh eventually uh when they wear out but the soft ones from nitro moose do right off the bat um uh, let's see. Ch -ch -ch -ch. Mike Cleaner, what's happening, man? Um, <laughs> and Front Range Dad, yeah, don't go down the oil thing. Brady Metter, I found a super rad tool set off Amazon that is all in a little pack, all sockets, Allen screwdrivers, all little cases, it's light, and fits in your backpack. Perfectly. Ooh, cool. Uh, Brady, if while you're here and you can, I don't know if you're on your phone or what, um, if you want to, if you can put the link to that, that'd be cool. Or actually, you know what would be better is wait till this is over and put the link in the main comments of this thing, not in the live chat. That would be awesome. <clears throat> ah, there we go, Kevin Laughlin. I am with you on that. The soft nitro should be called flat tire feel. That's how I personally feel. I wasn't going to go there, but I don't like soft mooses. Chris, I know you, you say you like the eight, you know, super uh, soft feel. I don't like that. I like <clears throat> a stiffer feel. The thing is, a harder moose that has the 10 to 12 psi anyway um i don't let me let me just say this i don't like that i don't like they like well it feels like this psi and feels like that. because here's the thing they don't feel like that they in my opinion they feel a lot better than that because even though like maybe pushing on it if you have a durometer thing to push on it or whatever some sort of gauge it might feel like p8 psi or 10 psi or whatever psi um but that's a misnomer because since it's a foam tube it doesn't bounce 
like air. It doesn't have pneumatic deflection. I like that word um, or the phrase. Um, and so even though it may be stiffer to push on, and in my opinion, I like this part, stiffer in a turn, it doesn't feel like it's bouncy like 15 PSI um, because the foam sucks it up and it's a little more dead. So I, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I, I hate, honestly, I've been thinking about that recently. I hate that talk because it just isn't representative of how it feels. You just got to try it. So, um, so, uh, so Mike has a good thing. Let me jump up here. Um, uh, biker Sasquatch, probably a dumb question, but do you have a video showing how to mount and unmount mooses? Yes. I've got actually a few, um, videos about that biker. If you just look up, uh, in here, you put in the search bar, uh, Highland cycles, all one word, and then mooses, you'll find it. Um, how come everybody likes, uh, two strokes instead of four strokes, Jason? Um, well, not everybody. <laughs> Brady Better's on here and he definitely, um, doesn't like two strokes. Uh, but Jason, one of the big reasons, so I'm going to, I can only speak for me. For me, the reason I like two strokes is <clears throat> it's more representative of my life. And <laughs> sorry, that's a joke, but then, uh, no, it, they're simple, easy to maintain. They're lightweight and I think they're more fun to ride. So, um, <laughs> Brady, I run negative two. PSI in my three stroke because I muled it. And the, I love you so much, Brady. That is brilliant. Um, so Mike Cole says, I only run super soft mooses on the East Coast. Out West, I would put a uh, stiffer insert. There you go. Um, yeah, back East where it's muddy and greasy all the time, uh, lower PSI or a softer, bigger footprint is a, more important. Um, let's see. Uh, soft moose for slower riding, technical riding. I always thought I had a flat with the soft ones. Yeah. Um, and then Roger Hurd comes in with a very appropriate thing. It depends on the carcass of the tire. A hundred percent. It depends on the carcass of the tire. Cause like, yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we devolved into mooses. Well, I know how we did, but, um, I'm going to get back off of it and back to Logan's question of tools. <clears throat> Sorry, Logan. <laughs> uh, and who's, I agree on the smart ones like a two stroke. Uh, I'm, uh, front range, I'm currently running 6 PSI on my tubeless VE33s. I like to ride the rocks, so I'll be doing the soft nitro moose when the time comes. Front range, I would highly recommend putting the stiffer in the front and the soft in the back if you're going to do that. The soft in the front very quickly feels like a flat tire up front, and then you feel like you're rolling all over the place. So just, I, um, yeah, I highly recommend uh, doing, yeah, I I. Yeah, I don't know any personally. I don't know anybody that likes the soft front one because they just get soft, like super soft really fast. Um, <laughs> Dave Kessler says, Brady is secretly has two-stroke envy. He's just acting out. I love it so much. Uh, Jimmy Nyhart, uh, riding rocks with the 2T is the shiz. After a Rocky Enduro with my 350, I felt like I wrestled a lambda. <laughs> The Lambda Lambda Moose. Uh, yeah, it's... That's... <laughs> Jimmy, you are the best. Um, hang on. I got to get back to the questions. Um, so, uh, da, 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 Bruce Kennedy. Good to see you. You're a little bit late, man. Um, so, uh, Mike Klinger, suspension. What new WP forks are shorter than previous models? I heard Explorer, uh, Explorer forks are shorter than 
I don't know if they're shorter than like the old closed or old open chamber, but they're definitely shorter than the AERs. By enough that like it makes a difference on the kickstand on my bike. Like my 125 was an it is an XC, and um, I put spring forks on that, like Explore forks, and it um, they, they tilted it forward enough that you can tell the difference. Um, so anyway, Logan, I hope we got to all the tools and parts that we carry. Um, what's up from Gunnison? Hello, dirt. Uh, so yeah, and then water, obviously. Uh, and then I, a pair of pliers and a knife and a flat blade screwdriver is always nice um, for not only adjusting suspension, but like tightening clamps on carburetors or even uh, throttle bodies if you have one of those, um, just in case. Mike Klinger, yes, all Explore models are shorter than AERs. Again, I maybe Brady can jump in on whether they're shorter than the old um Twin chambers and old open chambers. I don't know about that, but they're definitely shorter than the um, AERs. Like I said, it's noticeable. So anyway, Logan, I hope that helps. Um, yeah, we kind of got sidetracked there. So sorry, dude. <clears throat> oh, Brady Matter. Here we go. How much more power can you get out of a 300 TPI with an RK Tech head and a tuner? Um, I would say, Brady, and this is no joke... I, like, I, I can't speak for, like, brake horsepower on a dyno because I don't know what the peak horsepower is. But the, the torque, in my opinion, and I again, I haven't put it on a dyno. I can't say whatever. And the opinion of many people who I've helped get their bikes set up, it feels, it feels like 25 to 40. 40% more. I mean, I, that's probably not true. 25 is probably true. It's it's a giant, giant jump with that head. It's really, really impressive. The torque is amazing with that head. And then the tuner just helps it um, be uh, more, you know, just get the right amount of fuel to it. And then make, anyway, whatever. The tuner, you got to do it. Well, you don't have to do them both. I like doing them both. Uh, Nyhart here. Um, just did the head and it made a huge difference, right, Jimmy? I think we've discussed this. Uh, and, um, but then I think you get even more. Uh, Brady, I, I honestly think that the bottom end of my 300 is equivalent to 450 torque. It's, but it's smoother. Um, it's not so snatchy like a 450. Um, <clears throat> Chris Cooley, 25. Plus one twenty five percent percent improvement. Um, what kind of exhaust brand do you recommend? Jeff Cheeseballs. If you're talking about two strokes, right now, Jeff, I say any kind you can find. Because <laughs> FMF Bro Circuit are both out of everything, like everything. It's ridiculous. So um, yeah, it sucks. Uh, but but for so let's say everything's available. Um, for power, Pro Circuit, I've never had a bike work as good as I have with Pro Circuit exhaust on it as far as power. For durability, um, then uh, FMF Gnarly, or actually the SRT, just cheapy ones are really durable. Um, and for me, I, I just go with the cheapest one I can find because I'm going to bend it. So, um, yeah, Barnado Coffee, here we go. Um, 
yeah, so uh, Brady, back to the quick RK plug. I really do, like I say it to people all the time. Uh, Kim Jackson, what's happening? Uh, I say it to people all the time that my 300 now with the RK, I mean, mine's carbureted, but um, with the RK head and everything is, it's 450 power, but without the weight and BS of a 450. Um, yeah, so Dave Kessler, I have noticed that the RK tech head requires noticeably more fuel to get the most torque and horsepower. Just bolting the head is noticeable after a rejet. Yeah, even more noticeable. Yeah, Dave is right. Like, the RK head just on makes a difference, but then giving it the gas it needs is what really, it's nuts. Um, Brady, you should come out and borrow Andrew Neal's bike because you did the suspension on it and you'd love to feel it, and he's got it set up, and that thing absolutely rips. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Jimmy Nyhart talks about how he doesn't have the tuner, and the RK Kelsey went... That's on way over his head on the exp explanation of the pipe bang, which is detonation, which is anyway, it's on that thing, it's fine, it's not going to hurt anything, but you definitely get a lot more power. Um, all right, so uh, Casey York, Casey, are you on here? I think I thought I, anyway, uh, what's your thoughts on bar risers? Being a taller guy while standing, it feels like I'm hunched over. I would like to be more comfortable while standing, but don't want to change the way the bike feels. He's got a 22XC300. Um, I'm not a big fan of bar risers, honestly. Uh, I don't know how tall you are, Casey. Uh, if you're more than like 6'1", then maybe we should talk about it. But um, for instance, Cody Webb does not run bar risers, and I think he's 6'1 or 6'2". He's a tall, lanky dude. Um, because when you change that uh, geometry, it, does, it changes the way the bike handles. And I think... Um, Casey, there he is. He's 6'3". So it changes the way the bike handles, Casey. I... I'm not a big fan. It also adds like leverage. So like it moves those bars up. So when you fall over, there's more leverage to bend or twist something and mess things up. So I, if you can, I like to not do that. Um, and I know that when you're standing, but you, I try to tell people and I've been told myself because I, uh, I had, you know, I used to run, I'm not tall I'm five ten, but I used to run these super tall bars. Um, because I, when I stood up, I wanted to feel comfortable. Right. And I got told by people who are way better riders than me that I needed to crouch down and, um, you know, get into an attack position and I'll be fine. And so um, I am a fan of, like, putting taller bars on there to a point and I get up there um, and, and get get just a little more comfortable because um, I run even just a little bit taller bar. But I think with a Mako 360, which adds just a fuzz of height and... Um, Woods High or uh, CR High or something like that bar, you should be good. There you go. Uh, Brady, just run Renthal 971 bars. Yeah, and Brady's 6'4". So, uh, Casey, I think maybe adjusting the way you ride is a better idea. Um, Front Range Dad says, I'm a taller dude, 6'2 plus, tried bar rides and didn't like them. Bike felt weird and could never get into the attack position. Fastway pegs that drop a little bit and a taller bar was a magic combo. There we go. Also, a taller seat, Casey. Um, a lot, you know, it goes from sitting to standing easier because it is kind of cramped. I mean, I've, again, I'm not tall, but I, I know guys that are, like Brady and things like that. So, um, uh, <laughs> Kevin O'Loughlin, some of the guys around here run them like ape hangers. I don't see how they ride with them in the trees. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's yeah. So I would say, I would say steer away from them, um, and try to adjust your body position and figure those things out. Uh, so last question on here, cause I, I got to shut her down right at eight cause my wife has an online meeting. <laughs> uh, so there you go. No tall seat, no low pegs, just rip it. I, I'm with Brady. That's how I feel, but um, some guys like to do that stuff. Um, so suppose your front wheel, this is a long one, guys. So this is from Brian Kimsey. Suppose your front wheel is washing out in tractionless Colorado silt. Uh, how do you decide if you have a suspension issue, a sag issue, uh, or a body position issue? Or maybe you blame the tires, basically. Where do you start troubleshooting? Um, I guess what I do is start with the stock suspension settings and a decent tire and then try moving my body position for, um, forward and back. We'll see if moving to the rear to help. Based on that, increases his ag. Okay. Um, but that's hard to do in race situations. So, uh, right on, Casey. I'm glad you're going to go ride. Um, let's see. Make your shame, my bro. Had ATV high bend bars, the two inch rocks rise on the XR250R. That's ridiculous. Um, um, this mountain life front range is every bit of 510. That's hilarious, sir. <laughs> uh, no long brake pedal center stock. Just wear a, I wear a 14 inch shoe. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, there's a few new bikes here. I was in the Husky dealer yesterday. They only had 250. I know 300. Think about putting a deposit down on a Sherco. Um, who's a, I'm with you on that. I think the Shurkos are rad. Um, I'm being converted. So, on Brian's question, real fast, since he asked it online, um, it's a tough one. So, first of all, I like to put your suspension in its whatever stock, whatever, you know, in the middle, whatever your manufacturer, I don't know what he rides. I'm guessing it's a maybe a KTM, but whatever. Um, put it in a neutral uh, clicker setting. Um, find a turn that you're talking about, the silty turn, and you're going to hit the thing over and over and over again, right? Um, because if you go to the next turn or the next thing, it's different. And so you really can't get a good idea of what's happening. Um, so the, yeah, so just, so to set up your testing and figure this thing out, you got to pick one spot or maybe, you know, a right and a left or something like that. Like, but just anyway, so do that. Put your stuff in there. Get a good set of tires. Like, put an M59 on the front. I guarantee you it's the best tire you're going to find, especially in Colorado. Um, and it's an amazing tire. And you can trust that it's going to be, it's going to do the same thing every turn, no matter what. So, uh, and then, um, first of all, work on your body position. Because we all know we should be up front as we go into a turn and into the turn. And then be rocking back as we accelerate to put pressure on the back tire. So work on your body position, work on, you know, really kind of over accentuate it and then see if it's still doing it. Then I like, um, the, uh, a lot of times I feel like bikes suspension, the rebound, especially if you're a big dude, uh, Brian, and you weight the front, uh, and you've been like, if you're a big guy and you put heavy springs in the bike, but you haven't had it revalved. Now your springs are fighting your rebound valving really bad. And so, it it um it can be overpowering that valving and so i've had i've had really good luck with that push by turning in the rebound clickers a couple um because and slowing that down so it keeps the bike loaded on the front 
a little bit longer <clears throat> and helps keep traction on it. So, um, yeah, the, um, it, yeah, it's, it's, uh, hold on, sorry. And then after that, first of all, I'd set your sag no matter what. Um, <laughs> I sit all the time in the middle. There we go. <laughs> Says Brady. Um, but yeah, so as you load that thing, you know, I don't know. You got to you got to really kind of work at one thing at a time and fiddle with it and then go move on. And I know that you said it's hard in race situations, but what I would say is go pick a day that you're just going to figure this thing out, right? And and then just work one thing at a time and figure out. Uh no pro heroes am I riding Saturday? No, I'm not. I'm not riding this weekend because it is my 22nd anniversary. Woohoo! Um this uh weekend, so I'll be hanging out with my wife. And stuff, and then we're racing next weekend. So, um, Kevin O'Loughlin, find Meg's Brap. I was just talking to Meg's last night about her bike, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're trying to get her back out here to go for a ride and hang out. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, Roger, that's awesome that she got the gas gas. That's super cool. She got that thing finally showed up. If the front pushes over a berm, rebound needs closed up. There you go. If the bike nice inside trying to spit you off, open the rebound on the forks. Um, yeah, Bruce. Also, <clears throat> the, uh, like I said, I mean, if you've got a horrible tire with like way too much tire pressure, <laughs> it's fired up, then uh, it'll push and slide all over the place too. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, just make sure, like I said, get your, sag set get everything you know and get it set to like what you should right and then you can fiddle with that later but i have found that if you set the bike up the way the manufacturer asks you to or you talk to your suspension tuner if you've got a suspension tuner brian um you know i use brady and we're actually ooh, new news i just talked to travis uh flateau of tbt racing yesterday and we are going to hopefully be moving forward finally 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 with our tbt um, franchise in Montrose very, very soon. Um, we're actually having a uh, Zoom uh, FaceTime walk around the shop, make sure we got everything. I'm hopefully going to be driving out there to pick up parts and things like that here soon and maybe take my dirt bike and ride too uh, in Southern California. So anyway, that's going to be awesome. So yeah, Brian, um, and then he talks about uh, what he would do and and Brian, what you're saying is good, hundred percent. And just you know, fiddle with it, and yeah. So there you go. I hope that helps. I don't know. It was kind of all over the place, but I hope that helps. Um, it's ten where you are, Jeff Cheeseballs. Where are you? Um, the uh, <laughs> where? Uh, that's oh ten oh ten o'clock. There you go. <laughs> um, eight o'clock. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, dirt. Thank you. I got a boogie. Um, yeah, I got a hard stop here, guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Gospel Two Wheels. Um, you guys are awesome. Share this with your friends. Let's blow this channel up. It's really growing. I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate everything about you. Punk Rock Club, thank you for sticking around to the end. I love you so much. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you get out and spread the Gospel Two Wheels. And I desperately hope that what we're doing here at Highland Cycles is inspiring you guys to work on and get out and ride your dirt bikes! Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Gospel of Two Wheels here on the podcast. 
If you guys thought that was awesome and you think we deserve it, give us a review, write something nice, uh, share this with a friend, um, subscribe to it here on Apple or whatever you're listening to it on. I really appreciate it, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. and I really hope you get out and ride.